Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, the, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. Happy New Year! Indeed, sir. Happy New Year to you, Scott. Merry Christmas. Merry, uh, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Happy Holidays. Happy, how do you do? Happy, how do you do? I like these warm-ups. This is how we warm up for the show. We just sort of let our uh, let everything out. Just really get the holidays flowing, right? Yeah, we don't watch wrestling for two hours beforehand to get you slightly caught up on a show. No, 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 no. If anything, that just kills my energy. Yes. I burnt my tea bags when I was trying to make hot water in a pot. Hear that, ladies? Yeah, I burnt my tea bags. <laughs> also, you're not supposed to boil tea bags in the pot of water, I've learned. Because that's how you burn your tea bags. That's how you burn your tea bags. You're not mm-hmm. supposed to do it. It steeps too long. Put it in your mug afterwards. Yeah, put it in your mug. That's why I'm having Jack Swagger disassemble the stove in the uh, in the break room. I got it. Thank you. Doing it all right now. Anything I can do for you guys? Nope. Just good old Jack Swagger, as I like to call him, the liability killer. Yep. Just uh, teabagging your teabags. Thank you. Wait. I'm sorry. What? Teabagging the teabags. Please don't do that. Tap out now. I, I'm tapping out. Uh, all right. I think well, I, you know what my New Year's resolution is? What? Giving up tea. Really? Why are you giving up tea? Oh, based on Jack Swagger putting his balls all over our tea bags. Hey, that guy was a former world heavyweight champion. It's true. You should be lucky to have <laughs> you that. You should tea. be licking those tea bags. <laughs> yeah. 
and the, and the bags of which those teas have been bagged. Uh, speaking of which, we got a little serious there for a second. I don't have any resolutions. Do you? No. Yeah. I, uh, I'm entering this year with a lot of optimism, I guess. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. I have no resolutions. I have no, re- I have no resolution. No, my thing is I don't, I don't treat New Year's Day like that's the day to start something. No, I felt like uh, a couple weeks ago I sort of felt this change sort of coming over me. Oh, yeah? Is yeah. that why you wear the tie? No, I just felt like dressing like a high school guidance counselor today for the show. Well, you also got the uh, cargo pants on. Uh, yeah, these are these M65 field pants with the front snap pockets. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, those. <laughs> those, obviously, Scott. <laughs> the N65? M65. M- oh. M65 field pants. What makes them M65? I it was the like issuing number. Like they're called Grenadier or Grenadier. Oh, okay. Like Grenadier pants. Those are the pants you'd see on a guy in POW, Prisoners of War, the classic Nintendo game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be the orange guy. You could be the green guy. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Races getting along. Did you ever watch the the beginning of the arcade? Is a little cutscene where it's both of them huddling together, starting the fire somehow, and then the fuse goes, and then mm-hmm. the door blows open, and then they fight their way through. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. I'm familiar. I played that at a campground once, I think, in Norway for, like, a good four hours. That's a lot of quarters. Uh, It's a lot of kroner, Scott. It's a lot of kroner. Kroner? Is that the Norway quarter? It's the currency. Oh. That is a lot of kroners. And with that exchange rate, gay. Ugh. Yeah, don't tell me about exchange rates. I'm facing that in the face right now. Maybe I'll talk about that later. But right Maybe. now, we should probably talk about how this is a comedy wrestling podcast Yeah, comedians living in Los Angeles. If you're new to it and you're like, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to listen to more comedy wrestling podcasts. Oh, here's one. Oh, then it's, wait a minute. Oh, no resolutions. Click. <laughs> yeah. That's oh. them turning it off on their stereo system that they plugged their iPod into. Yeah. Well, yeah, the resolutions, it's, it's, uh, don't do too, don't do tomorrow what you can do today. Yeah. Start, Chael Sonnen. Start, Chael Sonnen said that? Yeah. That's not bad. You probably took it for somebody, but that's where I heard it from. That's a good one. I think it's better to start sooner when it comes to resolutions than saying, in the new year, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, I don't want to put that stuff off of, if I want to do something and I'm going to do it, do it. Don't wait for a day to to start it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Scott, I totally know what you're talking about. Today, I wanted to have a cranberry breakfast bar from the coffee bean, and I was like, I'm out of a cranberry breakfast bar. Good. I'm really I'm really stuck Great. on breakfast foods right now. Good. Tea and breakfast breakfast bar sorry and that pizza oh that was that was a pretty gnarly pizza that was you made gnarly pizza i made some pretty gnarly pizza oh for listeners around the world he took a barbecue pizza and put worcestershire sauce on it uh i made it i tried to make it more barbecuey that, that wasn't make the it more problem barbecue. you it made it more onions, it was, made it more british the, I mean, it was the onions and the garlic and the sriracha that really made it weird the worcestershire sauce. and there was sriracha yeah the worcestershire sauce really covered up Everything. I'm glad that you respect and love all our listeners around the world. Doesn't mean you need to put all the ingredients from all of our listeners around like the world onto one pizza. I like to let everyone know that they're welcome to listen to the podcast. So I like to take a little bit of ingredients from every culture I can think of. That's the pizza talking. That's the pizza talking. There's a lot of stuff going on in wrestling right now. Yeah. There's there's so many things. There's uh, We had uh, Brock Lesnar came back. We had... Uh, uh, we have Tiger Eye Batista on his way. Mm-hmm. So we got Batista, we got Brock, we've got, uh, we've got champions. We've got a world wrestling entertainment world heavyweight champion. Hey, that's a mouthful. Brock Lesnar could barely say it. That's that's Randy Orton, and then we've also got two-ish world champions on Impact. 
We've got AJ Styles, who is the new CM Punk, who just takes the title and leaves and goes and is defensive drives all the way across the ocean. And then the current active champion, Magnus. Man, that, and if there's somebody you want to put the future of a company on, those are some broad shoulders. Mm-hmm. Very broad. And that five o'clock shadow? Yeah. Very tailored. Mm-hmm. Very tailored. Yeah, that's trim. That is trim. I mean, not like on the streets trim. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Like, you know, just like some sweet pussy. <laughs> that's what you meant, right? Yeah. Skirt. Yeah, some real skirt. Now, it's funny about Magnus is we were watching that segment today where he's cutting a promo. It's from two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That guy is losing his accent by the minute. Mm-hmm. Like, it is disappear. I was like, I thought that guy had an accent. And it took about two minutes for him to get in it to finally say, girls. <laughs> I'm not up to date on the relationships of who's with who because I recently found out CM Punk's well, with AJ not, Lee. Yeah, you're not a gossip, bro. No, I'm not a gossip. But he was Magnus was going out with Mickey James. What? So perhaps wait, she... CM Punk is going out with AJ Lee. Mm-hmm. What about but his best but best but Daniel Bryan was going out with AJ Lee. What about me? What about Dolph Ziggler? What about me? What about Lita? <laughs> me? Yeah. What about Lita? What, what happened? About Lita? I don't know. Who was the other person? What about? What about, what about, who said that? What about, what about Bob? No, no, there was a wrestler who said, what about, oh, what about Raven? What a, what a stupid, stupid, what about Raven? Well, that's also so Raven. Yeah, it is. It's so Raven of him to complain, to be the dirty masses and complain. Why didn't they have a show together? Raven and Raven Simone. Uh, I, for some reason, I don't think they'd get, uh, get along together. Maybe that's the comedy, I guess. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. There's so many things coming up. Uh, uh, when did got... you hear that CM Punk and AJ Lee were... Uh, Everybody's been telling me polishing that. Polishing each other's belts. Everybody's been telling me that, that they're together. Really? Yeah, I don't know what happened with this whole Lita thing, and it, it kind of makes me upset. As much as I like CM Punk, how much more do you need? How much more do you need in your life to have every single diva there is just conquer it? Unfair. And it goes along with, he's an asshole. We all know the guy's an asshole. Come on. He's just a guy who believes strongly in the things that he believes. And he says it at the, uh, you know, at the, uh, what's the word? Oh, yeah. He says it at the risk of people, of hurting people's feelings. Right. Which he does. It's, I, I'm not knocking the guy because he's great. I love his stuff. I buy his merch, all that shit. But everybody has those CM Punk stories of when they first met him and like, yeah, he was an asshole because he treated him shitty so girls going for the asshole there's probably tons of sweethearts backstage nothing i just want to point out something if zach girl, Ryder. If girls are going for the asshole i hope they have a really straightforward loving conversation beforehand to make sure that both people are comfortable with it <laughs> oh consensual assholes that's the mature thing to do scott hey look if you want her, she's to, skipping around and CM Punk's asshole right now. Look, if you want she to be, if you want to be there. that asshole and have that asshole conversation, then maybe you need to make some moves. I would love for AJ Lee to skip around in my asshole. She wears that glasses. is my New Year's she resolution. Wears glasses, really? Remember we met her? She wears glasses. That's fine. Yeah, that's like a Clark Kent Superman thing. Yeah, she's she takes those off. She skips around in my asshole. Jesus, <laughs> God, that sounds. You know? Do you remember in Darkman? Uh, when uh, like you see him, I in, saw like, it like once. You see, there's like two sequences where they like first they do the operation on him. The movie they, with Liam Neeson. Yeah, and then they put him on that thing where they rotate him upside down. No, I don't remember this. They put him on this rotating bed that goes upside down. Finally, goes crazy and escapes. Mm-hmm. If someone was skipping around inside your asshole, I imagined you in such traction that they have to put you upside down for some reason. 
mm. to get one of those giant uh, high top <laughs> Converse out of there. <laughs> well, another thing that happened is uh, it's been revealed that Joseph Park is Abyss and he is pretty much accepting of it now. And they keep busting Chris Park open or Joseph Park. Uh, Whoa, they Scott, keep... who is Chris Park? <laughs> That's Abyss's real name. No, no, no. You have it scrawled on a, on a napkin right there. You have Chris Park scrawled on a napkin. Right. And you say today's guest and you have three question marks. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I'm very confused. Are we? Hold on. Are we talking to Chris Park today about this whole Abyss situation? Because I, I didn't even know there was a third brother. And now you're telling me there isn't even a brother. It's just Joseph Park and Abyss. Well, it's, Who see, is Chris Park? Chris Park was when they put Abyss in the asylum and they referred to him as Chris because he stabbed his father. The sinister minister who was not called sinister minister in TNA. He was oh, called Satan's red shirt. Yeah. Satan's red shirt of Kentucky fried chicken. No, like he looks like a God. He just looks like a sex pervert. He mm -hmm. looks like the guy the guy you have to pay to get I'm your... here to pick up your children God. from school. Jesus, buddy. Like the polished hair, but he's got the Paul Heyman ponytail, and he's got the manicured mustache and goatee combo that looks like a tarantula trying to escape out of his mouth. He does great shows at the Magic Castle. Yeah, <laughs> That's where I've seen him before, yeah. the Magic Castle. Yeah, and he's a server there, too. What is that guy's fucking name? It is going to... Sinister Minister is a great name, but it's Well, like... that was what he was called in ECW. It's like Dark Wave McGrave. I'll look it up. But uh, what I was going to say is they keep busting him open on TV, and I haven't seen people bleed in wrestling for a long time. I haven't even been watching old stuff recently. Yeah, so anytime he's you see the gushing blood, and it creeps me out. He's it a big guy. Now. He's a big guy. He's pumped. He's pumping full of it. Yeah, but it's it's totally fucking freaky. James Mitchell. James. Is that what they're calling him? That's what they're calling him, James Mitchell. Uh, I don't know. Well, yes. So there's Abyss. Yes. And there's Joseph Park. Yes. Who you're saying is the same person. Yes. I'm positing. I'm putting this out there. You're that positing. Chris, I'm, pos I'm positing this theory that Chris Park is a is another person entirely. You think he's another person? I Obviously, I thought you had that list on that napkin saying that you wanted to get Chris Park in here. I'd love to get. There's a Look at all the names on Jesus, here of all the people I'd like no, to get. You're not going to get this guy. What do you mean? And this guy? You're not going to get any of this guy. I, what, That's what? why you got Chris Park underlined three you times. You don't think I can get Pete Rose on this show? I don't think you get Pete He's Rose. He's a WWE him. Hall of Famer, that Maybe guy. Maybe if you have a cigar or something for him. Drew Carey? You don't think I can get Drew Carey on this show? I think we could He's get, a comedian. I think we could get. I honestly think we could get. Bob Uecker? No. Another, couldn't get these Bob are all Uecker. Hall of Famers. We could get Drew Carey on the show, but we could get Drew Carey. On the show. You think so? Yeah. You have enough hookers and blow? Yeah, I think so. He doesn't do hookers, does he? Anymore? I'm not sure. Probably not. Strippers. $50 ticket. Strippers. $50 tips for uh, for waffles. $50 tips for waffles. For waffles? Did somebody say $50 tips for waffles? Hi, Chris Park. How are you? Abyss's brother. Hi. I'm confused. Uh, me too. I said waffles by accident. Waffles. Waffles. You're Chris Park. Yeah, I'm just like Abyss, but skinny. I, I got a... I'm really thrown here. It looks like you have the same tattoos and long hair and stuff, but it's all, those look like henna tattoos and that's a wig. And this is a plastic chain too. I can't handle a real one. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's also not making any noise in the microphone. That's yeah, why you're not hearing hear the chain. It's plastic. Yeah. It's plastic. What is your story? What is your story? I'm not familiar with you. Well, back when people thought Abyss and Joseph Park were two different guys, uh -huh. I was the third brother. 
I, I, I never recall listen a mentioning me, listen, of a listen, third brother. They kept me in development for a long time because they wanted to bring out the third guy, but they never had a place for me. So they just had me in the back working out. And you're but working out. But I can't out. do a lot of high density workouts, so I have to do a lot of stretching and yoga. That's why I'm so skinny. Your workout consists of you doing the abyss pose when he brings his arms together and then crossing them. Yeah. And your shoulders seem to be popping and you're just making mean faces. Those are my angel wings. Those are your angel wings. Yeah. Built like a 14-year-old boy. That's And that's that's exaggerating. Yeah. Because I'm built like a 14-year-old boy. But now everybody knows the truth, that Joseph Park and Abyss are the same guy, so I'm just the second brother. Okay. I well, There was never any mention of you on television, and that's where the lore comes from. If you're not mentioned on TV as, a, as another brother... I, I don't know if you really exist. Hey, I, you're telling me, man. I never made it out of research and development. I mean, there's... They grew me in a lab. You know what? I'm I, just kidding. I'm a real boy. I, I'm remembering this now. There is Judas Macias. Who's Judas Macias? He is Abyss's brother. Who? Judas Macias. Gesundheit. Well, thank you very much. He is the son of James Mitchell, who is Abyss's brother. He was, he was a wrestler that brought in, and uh, he's crazy. Kind of like Kane to Abyss's Undertaker. Exactly. Except that he's more of a Kane. Abyss is more of a Kane-Mankind mixture. So you're not Judas Macias, who is Chris Park, who is just lost a bunch of weight? No, I'm just Chris Park. Okay, this is very confusing, I must admit. Do you need to talk to my lawyer? Do you have a lawyer? Yeah, I got the best lawyer in Florida. Who's your lawyer? Joseph Park. Shut up. Park, Park, and Park. Is he your brother? Yeah, I thought I covered that. He's my brother and my lawyer. He's I, my broyer. I, uh, if he's not on TV, it's it just confuses me. He's my brother, he's my lawyer, he's my broyer, or he's my lover. All what right. You, how else am I supposed to make a postman tell? I guess, I guess we'll talk to him then. All right. He's just standing in the corner. Uh, sorry, sorry. Joseph. He's, he's bleeding. Joseph. Joseph. Joseph, clean off your face. Joseph. Joseph. Joseph, clean off your face. This is not the time. But yeah, this is the time. This, this is the time. This is the time. We're ta- I need you to I need you to talk for me and explain my situation. <sighs> they never let me on TV. Just let them I, they never let me on TV. Due to the circumstances that are un unknown, uh, my brother, Chris Park, could not be on television. So Thanks. therefore he was betrayed by Abyss and by myself. He was betrayed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See? Curtain jerks, huh? That's how you that's how you get an explanation from a lawyer. I am more confused now than I was to start. Hey. There are two champions in TNA. There's a third mystery brother. I just remembered about Judas Macias. Where the fuck did James Mitchell go? What is happening? Hey. I don't understand the family tree of the parks. Look. Just get used to it. It's a new year. You just need to be open and optimistic, all right? I am trying to be very optimistic, but it's very confusing what's happening in TNA. Ethan Carter III helped out Dixie choosing a champion, but he turned on both competitors and then raised the hand of Magnus after he won, and Magnus was cool with him, like, shoving him off the ladder and stuff like that. I'm confused about allegiances right now. I don't know where your allegiance is. Whoa, whoa, Scott. You're acting like TNA's got a well-thought-out plan for what their programming's like. They you're, did with you're they telling me you're, you're telling me like you're expecting great things from this company that's just sort of rewinding storylines every couple of months. Well, I, I like the show. I like it, too. I wish I could be on it. <laughs> I wish you could, too, so I could make sense of this, make heads or tails. Hey, maybe I'll be back someday. Maybe I won't. <laughs> that's true. You have both options. <laughs> 
up there and well do you hey here's here's a way of perhaps you staying why don't you leave your plastic chain here for us hey maybe i will maybe i'll put it on the wall of wrestling memorabilia you got oh that's quite a big wall with only this plastic chain <laughs> yep on it. it's our first thing that anybody's left here thanks something for the new year thanks thanks chris park hey you got it scott narva steve sears i don't know was that guy really chris park you know, I feel like I'm so out of touch with TNA sometimes. I don't know who's who. Sometimes? Sometimes. <laughs> All the times. Sinister Minister is a great name. Why would you name someone James Mitchell? Jim Mitchell? Sounds like a guy who should be in the Iron Man suit. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, um, I don't even know what to get to. Oh, we have old school Raws coming up as well. Ooh. That's fun. I Didn't no. we just have one of those last year? Probably. <laughs> right around the same time? I, I don't know. I don't know when it was. But, listeners, I don't know if you caught the most surprising person that they showed once on television amongst the montage of, you got your Bob Backlunds, you got Booker T, you got DDP. You got your Roddy Roddy Pipers. Mm-hmm. I think I just said Roddy Roddy Pipers. Yeah, a lot of standards. Yeah. And then, Scotty Too Hotty. Just in the mix. Just for, like, a 1.5 seconds. Yeah. He hasn't been on TV in a long time. No. And then you're wondering, well, where's Grandmaster Sexay? Where's Grandmaster Sexay? This is going to be weird to bring out Scotty Too Hottie. No Grandmaster Sexay? It's going to be something where... It, okay, calling it now. Xavier Woods, Funkasaurus, he's coming out with that. Okay, like, and Grandmaster Sexay is like... is They have him, They cut to him at home watching on TV? Just with a shirt that's not long enough, a little paunch... And some chip crumbs on there, some Pringles. He's a big Pringles guy, and those, I think. wearing those Japanese workout pants. Mm-hmm. And drinking some IBC cream soda. Ooh, this is good stuff. Those are, it is good stuff. Mm-hmm. Vanilla water. It is, it's just straight up vanilla That's what water. they call it in Tennessee. Vanilla water. I hope you have some of that vanilla water for me. I see everybody's got some. So he'll they'll cut to him live via satellite, and he'll just go, Oh, dang it, that was today. Oh, Rikishi? The Usos are probably going to be doing some dancing? Mm-hmm. Man, why... I think Scotty Tuati is going to get in that Xavier Words, R-Truth, Funkasaurus feud. You think he's – oh, in the feud? Mm-hmm. Because right. I think there's going to be some dancing and saying like, hey, man, it's all good. They're going to let him talk and you're going to go, this is what I don't remember about Scotty Tuati. Him talking. Those scintillating promos. Uh, I remember thinking that guy was 40 wearing uh, hip-hop clothes for teenagers back almost 15 years ago. Lugs! Yeah, I remember looking at him being like, that guy looks really old to be wearing all that cool gear. Both of those guys looked like it. You know what I heard that how he was able to spike his hair like that? You know what he used? What he used? Toothpaste. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, people used to use Elmer's glue back in high school. Really? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Or egg whites. What? That's disgusting. Uh, it sticks. Yes. <laughs> it's very sticky. <laughs> That's horrible. Yes, it makes a very big mess. So I'm excited for that, and TNA's got stuff coming up. I'll, I'll mention this now. They've got the UK tour coming up in the UK. Oh, okay. And Better than the UK tour of across Southeast Asia, which is just a, a fusion that I'm not ready ready for. Because they really or push. Is the, or is Southeast Asia, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, honestly, maybe, well, the UK and Southeast Asia, not so much. I mean, unless it was... Some sort of French colonization thing. You know what? Getting lost in the old textbook of the old brain pan up here. Probably thinking about Chris Park too much. Yeah, cut me off. Cut me off sooner. Uh, So they got the UK tour coming up, and I might go. Do it. I don't know if I will. 
I might. This was something well, I, I talked about in passing with Dixie Carter when I met her at Bound for Glory. And she had mentioned it, that uh, I mentioned uh, friends of the show at WrestleTalk TV, Joel and uh, Kat and uh, Tom and all them. And uh, she says, you should come on out to the UK tour. And I was like, ha, 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 ha. Very funny. Now, if you were to go on the UK tour, would you go to every stop or just one? Uh, probably two out of the four. Because then it gets into Scotland territory, which I hear is not close by. It's like, mm. like eight, nine hours away. Yeah, It's like driving from Los Angeles to San Francisco. If San Francisco was cold and foggy, which mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And oh, I'm a Scot. I should go. Yeah. But Scots I, land. I'd have to convince someone to take me. That would be weird. They drive on the other side of the road over there. Well, it's not like they're driving backwards. Aren't they? Well, to us. Exactly. That's what confuses me. It's can like you, a bunch of Chris Parks driving over there. Can you drive stick shift? No. What I'm, uh, I'd like to drive uh, a car. Fifty five. I I can't. I'd like to, but I can't. No. Oh. Uh, driving on the right hand side of in the in the car, I don't know if I could do stick shift because I don't know if the accelerator and the clutch modulator are, are reversed. Also, the modulator for the gearbox <laughs> using the manipulator. Right. Mm-hmm. And then if you if it doesn't go right, you uh, turn on the postulator. Yeah, the postulator. Hmm. I wonder what will get us out of this. <laughs> Pete Postlethwaite to the rescue. He's dead. Yeah. That's so that can't sad. happen. Yeah. <laughs> he did, that's why he never comes to the rescue. If you're wondering, hey, I wonder when Pete Postlethwaite's going to help. Hey, great party, guys. When's Pete Postlethwaite getting here? Uh, two-thirds of our audiences went, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, but the one third confused is, at the Chris Park shit. Yeah, but the one third is like, yeah, that badass hunter from Jurassic Park Lost World, the dad from Inception, the creepy guy from the Aeon Flux movie, the priest from Romeo and Juliet. Uh huh. Yeah. Who else you got? Nothing. Oh, Mr. Kobayashi from Usual Suspects. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I might go. Do I it. might. I think go. you should do it. I'm wondering. Listeners, I, say out loud if Scott should go. Yes. <laughs> Scream at your stereo yeah, system where your, your iPod is system. hooked up. Uh, so I'm considering it. I'm considering I might go. It'd be great because I could get some uh, UK wrestler interviews. I could go see some indie shows. I could get exposed to the UK scene. A long time ago, you guys sent me clips, and I haven't kept up on it. And, you know, the UK wrestlers I should, should check out. And are there guys I should talk to? Are there guys that I need to be aware of their matches? This could happen. The future is now, Scott. The future is now. Oh, it's right now. It's right now. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I might do this. But one of the things I wanted to get to today was Mark Henry. Mark Henry, who is a frequent guest on this program, he came out to, I mean, it seemed like Brock Lesnar came back on Raw and Mark Henry challenged him. He just came out. And, you know, maybe there's one alpha male and Mark Henry thought it was him and no words were spoken. No, no, no. Just straight to violence. Straight to violence. He straight just came violence. out there and Brock Lesnar just took him out right away. And, you know, Mark Henry threw him over the banister. But no, Brock, Brock took him out. I want to know what the reasoning was behind all of this. Yeah. Why didn't Mark Henry say anything? Does he think his song just covers all of his actions? Someone's going to get their ass kicked. Someone's going to get their butt licked. Jump Does it really up. say that? But like, I, I'm pretty you can sure. put that in there. I'm pretty sure. You put that in there. Academy Award winners, Three Six Mafia. Mm. I think they mentioned butt lift. Is it Three Six Mafia? Yeah, it's Three Six Mafia. Not bad. Not bad. Or did they? Were they nominated? Didn't they win? I don't for know. Hustle and Flow. I don't know. A couple black guys. Three black guys. That nah, wouldn't be the first time. Three black guys have won before. Oh, well, that's right. Cuba, Gooding, and Junior. Yes. 
<laughs> the three, the three, the triplets. Little uh, those triplets who made that who make up one incredible performance. Yeah, they they wear a trench coat and they they form one Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, not the first time a bunch of black guys in the music or film industry have been completely underrepresented. Hey yo, hey yo. I don't have the history to back that up, so I don't know. <laughs> hey guys, it's Mark Henry. Everybody, Mark Henry's here. Hi man, what's up? You seem a little downtrodden. Yeah. I'm a little down. Well, um, you look a little beat up, too. Yeah. Are your ribs taped up? Yeah. You use white tape or black tape? Doesn't matter, man. Sometimes I use both. They're both the same. Well, I mean, they got cultural differences, but it's not like one tape's stronger or better than the other. Well, I just, I didn't know if, you know, that maybe... Look, you got beat up on Raw. What happened? I don't know, man. I was just going down that ring to say hi to Brock Lesnar, welcome back. And he just kneed me right in the chest. You were welcoming him back? Yeah, man. He was there, and I wanted to let him know from one big, strong guy to another big, strong guy, how do you do? Well, you took your shirt off. Yeah, that's how strong guys greet each other. That is? You never seen two strong guys greet each other before? Look at me, I have the body of a Chris Park. Maybe you should take that t-shirt off more often when you greet other skinny guys. Well, that's that's a whole different culture that you don't understand, You've Mark Henry. You've never been at a party before and taking your shirt off because it makes a punchline to a joke way better? How do you know about that? Because everybody knows it's what skinny guys do. You tell a joke, you get to your punchline, you pull your shirt off, and you scream like a wild man. That's why I have trouble doing live shows. It's true. <laughs> because if it doesn't work, then you're just really embarrassed. As you probably were because Brock Lesnar didn't seem to understand the strong guy code. Yeah, man. I think he understood it. I think he just disregarded the strong guy code. Oh. Another thing on the strong guy code? A firm handshake. Right. A shoulder pat. That's what a Triple H and Brock Lesnar shared that. Yeah, it's a handshake, and then you pat the guy on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. Or if you got to do a hug, you do the quick step in with the handshake hug, and then a slap on the back and a step back. Yeah, or the uncomfortable man hug. That's what us skinny guys do. Describe it to me. All right, well, uh, so, here, go to hug me. All right, I'm And going. then I go right in deep underneath your breast. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that. It's yeah. like you're a tiny little baby bird trapped inside my John embrace. Uncomfortable, right? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm so sad. Will you please let me go? <laughs> I'm so sad, God. No. <laughs> please let me go, Mark Henry. All right, I'm sorry. This is not a Brumsky I want. Oh, man, I just said I was going to let you go, but I didn't even let you go. No, you didn't. I'm so strong. What? You've got your fingers all over my face. <laughs> Look at that. I can feel your tiny breath through the calluses on my hands. Please don't break my neck, a la Lenny of Mice's Men. Look at you. You're so fragile and gentle. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. All right. Strong guy code begets that I shall release you. Please Starting don't shove me now. down your waist. Don't Three, shove me down your two, waistline. One. Now I'll just shuffle you out my pants leg. <laughs> ah! Ow. <sighs> you alright? Yeah, I'll, I'll be fine. That was a very uncomfortable place to be. Hey, well... I know why they call you the world's strongest man now, huh? Yeah, I'm very strong. Yeah, your dick slapped me on the way down. Oh, is that what that big bruise is on your face? <laughs> yeah. Well, big... look. When the strong guy code has been activated, you also have to have your war cry. Your warriors shout. Yeah, the war cry. Did now, you hear it? Well, I heard Brock Lesnar's war cry. It was um, very high-pitched. Yeah, he's kind of a strange guy. 
how do you feel about his war cry? Does that make him less of a man? Oh, man, that shit's scary. <laughs> so unexpected. It's like an eagle trapped inside of a dinosaur's body. Would you ever adopt that war cry? Um, I don't know if I could get that pitch, but I could try. You want me to try? Yes, but... and you You don't want me to d- activate any sort of violence upon you to activate that war Please, cry. no, if you could stand across from me. I guess me. I'll just use my giant world's strongest imagination. <laughs> That's. Uh, I'm looking forward to that children's book that you have coming out. World's strongest imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> WSM. <laughs> That's true. You don't have to change a thing. All right. Here I go. Hold on. Okay. He's pre- yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty impressive. I was trying to do that Brock Lesnar one. It's that, real hard. That is a Brock Lesnar one. But what's yours? I mean, we've heard it on TV before. But could you do it for us now? Well, it's a little bit more of a lower register. It's a little bit more like this. Why you fogged up the windows in here (laughs) Yeah But I still get that Brock Lesnar end tone You hear that right at the end Mm -hmm. Yeah you No matter what you go right up at the end That's just strong man That's the strong man It's the tiny tiny men inside us trying to escape our strong bodies The tiny men inside of you trying to escape your strong bodies oh yeah not like the tiny man who's inside of each of us it's just inside each of us we put a tiny man so like the small goodings or juniors that are inside of you no like a scott narver there's a scott narver inside every strong man no there very well could be a scott narver inside this strong man not in a sexual way, but in a forceful, uncomfortable way. So like, it makes just, you feel like less of a person. Like you're just shoving me up your ass to prove yeah, a point to me. To prove a real point to you. <laughs> please don't. Make you feel like less of a person. Please, yeah. Please don't. No, I'm not, that's the dark side of the strongman code. I don't want to be in yeah. the dark. I don't want to be in the dark side. It's about hurting people. Yeah. I don't want to be in the dark side of the strongman code okay. being inside of your ass. All right. It's not my world. It's not my world. No, man. What's your code? My code is to just stay away from strong men so they don't hurt me. Uh, Scott, uh, Scott, actually, <laughs> we've got the skinny guy code. You're mildly in shape. Yeah, but what's the skinny guy code? Okay. The handshake? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just remembered about the skinny guy code, the first part of the handshake. Yeah. Uh, really upsets Indians. <laughs> That's why I can't go to Pachanga anymore. That's true. We can't do that. Hey, that's pretty cool. You skinny guys gotta stick together. Well, thanks, Mark Henry. I hope I hope things get better. Yeah. How's it gonna be between you and Brock Lesnar now? I don't know about Brock Lesnar, but <laughs> me and Brock Lesnar are gonna have some words. Well, his dog Brock Lesnar is on the warpath too. I hear. Well, top secret project, but that's part of the Brock Lesnar animated series. Mm-hmm. Got Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> and Paul Heyman's his talking car. <laughs> what? Paul Hammond's the talking car? You heard it here first. Paul Dini's writing it. What? It's uh, going to be layered and awesome. Uh, yeah, Bruce Tim's doing character design. It's going to be pretty great. Holy shit, I'm way excited for that now. Don't be. Todd McFarlane's producing it. Nope, still excited. All right. I gotta tell you, I like the HBO show. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Wow. Bark Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's dog. Brock Lesnar, the animated series. Oh, that's amazing. That's I'd I'd watch the shit out of that. I would watch. I would watch that until I shit. Until it's just you know the out of it. You know the kids that die from playing video games too long and they uh, don't eat. Better than the kids that die because you know bad water and they shit themselves to death. Yeah, those kids got to get a Brita.
<laughs> yeah, you hear that, Africa? Yeah. <laughs> Please subscribe to the podcast. Give us five stars, rate and review, and a buy a Brita. So it is time for jerk tweets. Each week, go to twitter.com and follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. First one we got here is from the old friend, Simply Neil One. Ooh, welcome back, Neil. He's back. He says, you're given a tag title shot, but you have to pick a partner. Who do you choose? Uh, well, uh, first choice, obviously you, Scott. Of course. Of course. Uh, but fantasy world, fantasy world in which uh, they just go. You know what? You guys will just dominate for yeah, too long. Well, you, can't. you know what? Handicap yourselves. Right. Handicap, handicap yourselves. yourselves. Uh, geez, I'm thinking of Seth Rollins. Oh, be same beard between you two. Mm-hmm. Exact same beard right now. I'm clean cut. He's a little bit of a wild man. I think it's a good. Uh, it's a. It's a little bit Cle- of a clean a cut good... on the hair on top of your head. Right. Not not the facial hair. You guys had the exact same beard right now. That's our. Uh, that's our that's our unity right so sears and seth seth sears seth sears and rollins sears. is that what you're gonna call that's the tag team name uh, trying to come up with tag team uh, what do we got oh uh ooh. how about tactical assault tack ass <laughs> i like it yeah. tack ass uh, okay. But, so, but it's tactical assault, but Tacus for short, and it's spelled T-A-C-A-S. Tacus. <laughs> Tacus. Okay, that's good. Um, you know what? All right, I am gonna go. You're you're going WWE. I'm gonna go TNA. All right, I'm gonna go TNA, and I'm gonna go Necro Butcher. <laughs> well, he hasn't been hired yet. Well, you guys are built exactly the same. You and Necro Butcher. Well, yeah. When I'm forty, that I'll have the same body as him. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm eighty, I'll have the same body as Bruce Dern in the movie Nebraska. Nice. So excited for that. We're looking forward to it. Oh God, I'm gonna die so sad. Um, I would say my tag team partner in TNA is gonna be Kurt Angle. All right. Because he's not winning. He's losing all the time. I figure I'll be there to help him out. Where? What's his hometown? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. What's the other P place? Philadelphia. Oh, what's Philadelphia? Is any Pennsylvania? Pits- Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's from Pittsburgh, which is in Pennsylvania. Right. Okay. Right. That's where he's from. Okay. I think I got your, your name. Yeah? Yeah. What's her name? The Texas, Pennsylvania Crossroads. Texas, Pennsylvania Crossroads? Mm-hmm. TPX? <laughs> yeah, I like it. TPX. TPX. All right. TPX. Or t- Texas, Pennsylvania Express, I think, is pretty good, too. Tex-Pen-X. <laughs> yeah, also a local prison. <laughs> Tex-Pen-X. Yeah, but me and Kurt Angle, you know, you know I'll, I'll step up that guy's intensity what's a little your, bit. Uh, what's your combination move that you guys do in Oh, the combination move? Yeah. Um, He's giving the ankle lock to somebody, and then I just get in the guy's face and I go, "Yeah, you gonna tap, huh, huh? You gonna tap?" And then every time the guy goes to tap, I just give him low fives. Oh, you guys are heels. Mm-hmm. That's great. So he's not really tapping out, and I just go to the ref like, "Oh yeah, he's just giving me low fives." Oh, and he's really happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I what I do is I get on all fours like uh, like a bench, like a little bench. Yes. And I get behind whoever our opponent is, and Seth Rollins does that fucking fly in Seguri move, the flying knee. To you? <laughs> yeah, just to really prove a point. <laughs> 
That's crazy. Uh, Phenom Classic says, does Jeff Hardy have any plans now that he's retired? Hashtag fuck you, Scott. Whoa, God, that's really... (laughs) That's weird. I mean, I just turned heel with Kurt Angle. I don't know if that... (laughs) That's very sudden, Scott. It's very sudden. I mean, Twitter's quick and all, but I didn't think it'd be that fast. Those chants cut. Those chants cut. Yeah, hashtag fuck you, Scott. (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) fuck you, Scott. God. How do you Social de- media. How do you, how do you deal with that criticism when you're in the ring, Scott? How do you deal with those sort of those meanies? I feed off of it. Yeah, do you feed off? I it? feed off of it. So it really like, drives me. So you just you'll you'll really listen to the crowd and really just base your match off that. Because then I go, hey, guess I'm an asshole. Look out, knockouts in the back. You can't resist. Ah, call back to earlier. Mm-hmm. Nah. Then I am fuckable. Or uh, you're. For that uh, wrestling fans, you turn heel. You are then fuckable. I like that. Get out of your mother's basement. You are now fuckable. Uh, I'm a big fan of basements. Basements, nice carpet. Good. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like. Now you sound like James Mitchell. Yeah, I'm a big fan of basements. I really like it when it's a chill place to hang out. You know, a flat screen, some carpets, some very comfortable couches. Not to mention a sex dungeon where I'm torturing a cat with a spatula. Not to mention. Not to mention. What is Jeff Hardy going to do now? I, I was catching Steve up on this a little bit. In case you're not an uh, avid TNA watcher, okay, I'll well, catch up I, to speed. I was talking to him, actually, about our new special assignment. And I, I talked to him, and I was like, hey, why don't you go on special assignment for yourself? Why don't you tell us? Like, why don't you do an a, inner journey? An exclusive on, on Jeff Hardy. And he thought it was a great idea. Strangely enough, I was only talking to him like two hours ago, so he was—he already is paging me with his got his story. Well, because that's when you found out about this. I should have told you right away because Jeff Hardy lost the TNA title um, in a match against Magnus. He didn't have it, but he had the opportunity to win it, mm-hmm. and then he lost the rematch, and if he didn't win, then he was going to walk away and quit, and apparently that's what he's done. I don't know if he's retired. I don't know if he's quit, but I really should have given you word about this sooner because our special correspondent, Jeff Hardy, does – these well what i'm telling you scott is i don't think i need the time because i already talked to him and then two hours he's already saying he's got the he's got the uh uh what's the word he's he called it a pulitzer he's got a pulitzer prize winning story on himself i'm concerned because normally we send jeff out on these tasks to report on something and then he does something entirely different that we paid him for i'm concerned because i think it's pronounced pulitzer well that's your concern and my concern is the show so All right. Um, is he here? Do you have him on the phone? Like what? He's been on hold apparently. Oh, okay. Well, then um, let's let's patch him through, everybody. Uh, our special correspondent, TNA, maybe former TNA wrestler Jeff Hardy. Everybody, find your time. Find your time. Hey, what time? Looking for the time. Gotta catch my bus. Catch my bus. Jeff Hardy. Yes. Hello. You're you're live with Curtain Jerks. Oh, hello, Scott Narver, Steve Sears. Hey, thanks for having me on the show today, guys. Uh, it's our pleasure. We are really excited about your Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize winning story. You know, I didn't write it down, so I don't think I'm gonna win. But I just want to let you guys know, we got a big <laughs> scoop for you. You think that's what's uh, <laughs> the only way you can win a Pulitzer is by writing it down? Hey, look, man, if I need to find some napkins and write down my story, I can. Okay. Jeff Hardy, my story. Well, I'd hate for you to not be eligible. I mean, this is written down digitally. People could hear this and you could still be eligible, I would think. I the... suppose. You guys do some sort of transcription? Uh, well, we have a guy that can do transcription work I for us. I hope he's handsome. <laughs> well, yeah, he is. All right, look. It's taken, ladies. Let's get down to business. Okay, Jeff, what is the story 
about Jeff Hardy? I'm glad you asked that, man. It's really important that everybody knows what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. I've retired. You've retired. I've retired. You've retired from I've retired. wrestling. I've retired from wrestling. You've retired from wrestling. I'm retired. <laughs> what now? What are you going to do? I'm super retired. Re- re- what? I'm retired. You're retired. I'm retired. <laughs> you you slip in between I'm retired and I'm retarded. I'm retired. Now, a retard in music is you're getting you're getting quieter. There's a retard. So is that you stepping away? You're retired. You are now retard. I'm sorry. So you'll what, slowly you, be quiet. Are you gonna have to check the transcript on this? I'm retard. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as in music because you're a musician. You're slowly stepping away and you're hey, getting quieter hey. as time goes on. Hey man, thank you. I am in music. You know, everybody thinks it's a joke, and I like I'm I'm I am music. No, I am music. I I know it for both. I know it as a joke, and I know that you're in music, and I like it for both. Yeah, I'm available on TNA Shop Zone. <laughs> they don't have a Shop Zone. The, the inter, <laughs> That's WWE. Inner workings TNA of my shop. musical soul. TNA Shop dot com. In case you want to move some product. Yeah, it's my it's my. I got an album. All right. Well, well I appreciate it. So man. you're retard. I'm retired. What is next, then? If you're leaving the world of wrestling, what next for Jeff Hardy? Well, I'll tell you what. I was sitting by my big fireplace, and we had this big roaring fire, and I was sitting on my giant uh, tiger rug, and Matt Hardy was on the couch. That's my brother, Matt Hardy. Yeah. And he was all like, hey, what do you want to do now that you're retired? And I'm like, (laughs) now that I'm retired, I don't know, but I feel like, man, God, I just want to get high. What? Just want to get so high. Okay, wait. But you know I, we're recording. I, that's all I said I wanted to do. Because like, I can get high all the time. Team Extreme. Okay, well, you're a daredevil. I'm going to I'm gonna immediately assume that you referring to wanting to get high is you're a daredevil. That's and preposterous. You wanna... I have a history of drug abuse. You obviously know I mean get high. I'm, I'm, I'm trying not going to do it. it, but I just I wanted you to, I wish you'd clarify. Okay, okay. So you're, you have the history of drug abuse. And, and even if I have a history of drug abuse, you do you think I'm clean? I still recreationally use drugs. Jeff, this is not good because before your house burnt down and your dog died in a fire, and you know, this is well documented. What? 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 Yes, you you had your your dog died in a fire. So you're talking about wanting to get high. Oh, you had man. a fire in your house. You could have burnt your other dog, what Matt a, Hardy. What a bummer! You don't remember this? I had no idea. Jeff, okay. I gotta check my newspaper clippings. I got a big book of clippings of all my stories in it. You wouldn't those have gone in the fire? Oh man, my clippings! <laughs> my clippings! Oh, I knew getting retired and lose my clippings. Okay, Jeff. Um. Look, I, I didn't mean to bring you down, but I'm trying to I'm trying to speak in a positive oh, way. You want, let me finish the story. You want to know what I'm going to do yes. now that I'm retired yes. and I don't have my clippings? Yeah, you okay, so you want to get high, but you're not going to get high. No, nah, man. Scout's good, honor. Good, good. Oh, were you a scout? Yeah, most high-flying, high-scout high you got. Okay, I don't I don't know if they <laughs> qualify Look, Scott, him that way. Scott, so Matt Hardy said, he was like, brother, now that you're retired, what do you want to do? And uh-huh. I looked at him and I was like, man, I want to open a restaurant. Really? Yeah. You're going to open a restaurant? Hell yeah. Where is this going to be? Is this going to be in North hey, Carolina? stay out of my life. <laughs> Why? I'll <laughs> share it with you when I'm ready. Don't you ever tell me how to run my life. I'll get high or retarded or stop my restaurant when I want to. <laughs> I don't, I'm not trying to run your life. I'm just trying to figure out what we're paying for. Well, the... speaking of paying for it, I'm looking for investors for my new restaurant. <laughs> That's great. Hey, Jeff. If I were to invest in this restaurant, where might the location be? Florida. 
Okay, Florida. That's where Hogan's Beach is, you know. Yeah, well, that's Hogan's Beach. I'm fucking... Ooh, excuse my language. <laughs> I don't think that's the concern. You talked about wanting to get high. Oh, man. It's and called yourself part retard. Of my language. I'm retard now, and I got my clippings. Last thing I want is to have a transcript clipping of me saying the F word. Okay, well, Jeff... Orlando. Okay, Orlando. Orlando. That's all. Okay. Clearwater. Clearwater. <laughs> Clearwater and Orlando. We're having two locations. Two locations. So you're 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 getting the Florida market. Yeah. Okay. What is the theme of this restaurant? Well, let me just tell you the title. All right. Oh, I didn't know if we we're gonna work that way. Okay. Team. Mm, esteem. S- okay. Team, mm. Mm, as in a uh, Campbell's mm. good, Yum. like mm, yummy. Team, mm. esteem, esteem, is steam or esteem as in self esteem? Is steam? Yeah. So it's all steamed food. It's a steamed restaurant, man. Steamed restaurant. Mm. Okay. Got steamed French fries. <laughs> got yourself steamed burgers. No. Got yourself steamed clams, but those are fried. Okay. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense. Okay. Team esteem. Will you be having any uh, pot stickers or uh, perhaps some some you know normally steamed foods? Oh, that's a great idea. You should do traditionally steamed foods yeah. in a steamed restaurant. Right. Well, the big crutch of the whole, excuse me, the crux, the crux, I should say the crux. Is it a, wait, as a potential investor, I'm very worried. Is this a crutch or is this the crux? Well, as with most business opportunities, the crux of any restaurant usually turns out to be the crutch. Like that place where you eat completely in the dark. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I feed people pubes. Wait, you work there? I was away. Who could tell? No one knew. I was. It was all dark. I assume people knew because you have that glow in the dark. Oh shit! Paint, and then they go. I lasted two days. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember reading that I retired that story. from there too. Well, yeah, people kept going like, "Is that Jeff Hardy?" Yeah, they can face. No wonder everybody was always looking at me. And then they'd hear boink, and then you, you hear I know, you go, it'd be Ow. like this. Ah, and then, boink, ah, boink, ah, yeah. So that was you feeding them pubes. Yeah, so the crux, or the crutch, if you will, I of will. the restaurant is it's in a steam room. Wow. Okay. So what is the dress code for this restaurant then? I'm glad you asked, Scott Narva. You're Steve welcome. Sears, I'm glad. I know you guys are big fashionistas. Black tie. Bl- Full on winter weather black tie, including overcoat. Okay. Top hats, wool, fur, you got it, you name it, you wear it. Jeff, that's going to be rather uncomfortable sitting in a steam room. Team. Mmm, is steam. steam. Yeah, thank you. Okay. That's going to be really an uncomfortable dining experience. You want experience. a bunch of sweaty naked people in the steam room while they're having fried clams? Maybe, depends on what they look like. Now, man, that's just like a really good point because you don't want to be looking at sweaty ugly people you don't want to be looking at sweaty pretty people because no matter what when people sweat they always look like they're taking a dump i mean yeah exactly and if i were you i would have a you know the smoking and non-smoking section i'd have an ugly section and a beautiful section hey what it doesn't matter because ugly people become beautiful and beautiful people become ugly once they start sweating because everybody looks like they're taking a dump when they're sweating well there you go look at this picture look at this picture i'm iming you i can't i are you on aim What's your number on AIM? What do you got? It's in, it, well, I can tell you because I, I do use Batista it. Fan 97, huh? All right, let's just get this here. All right. Let's um, just uh, get this 
well, see if I can get this. Jeff, so that's it. Wrestling is done for you, and you're now gonna be a, a restaurateur. Yeah, I'm joining the I'm joining the the legendary ilks of such people as Hulk Hogan. Right. I don't know who else is that. What other wrestlers started a restaurant? I don't know. I think WCW may have had one briefly. Oh, DDP's restaurant. Is there was there a DDP restaurant? Yeah, Diamond Dallas Tie. <laughs> really... Diamond Diamond Palace Tie. Pa- Diamond Dallas Palace Tie. Diamond Palace Tie. I don't know. But... A Diamond Palace Tie. Well, all right. Well, Jeff, this is very exciting. I hope you open up a restaurant in in California. That'd be great. I'm not telling you what to do, but you know, I'm just if you open one up in California. No, nah, man, the market's too hard out there. Okay. <laughs> open and close in a year. I know what it's like in Los Angeles. Oh well. Well, there you go. There you have it. So Jeff Hardy, done with wrestling. Is now and starting restauranting. Okay, there uh-huh. you have it. Uh-huh. Uh, team mm, is Steam. Thank you. Opening. I, I, when can I get that check for you for from you for investing? How much do you need? Well, we're looking around a small initial investment, about one point five million dollars. Okay, well, but Jeff, that's just for the land parcel. That's just for the land parcel. Jeff, uh, well, I'll, I'll be sure to IM you uh, about that and let you know. PayPal me. I, I even take Bitcoin. Great. I don't know what that is. That sounds like it's a, a cryptocurrency. <laughs> I'll get you. I'll get you later. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Hardy. Wow. That's um... team. Mmm, is steam. Yes, yes. I... Sounds like a good idea, but a little moist. Does it sound like a good idea? Now that he's off the phone, I don't I don't want to invest in Have that. Have you ever had soup on a hot day? Yes. It's terrible. <laughs> That's what that place sounds like. Yeah, so that, that entire restaurant sounds like soup on a hot day. And you have nothing to talk about except for how uncomfortable you are sitting in the restaurant. Oh, God, jeez. I can't believe we're eating so much hot soup on this hot day, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? God, I'm so glad that we're going on this blind date for this first time. Man, this hot soup is really good on this hot day, huh? So you like animals? <laughs> Would you take a date there? I I was just wondering if I'd ever ask a date if they like animals or not. Have you ever done that? Have you ever been on a date and asked a question and instantly regretted it? Yeah, I would totally take a date there because it sounds fucking just amazing. I, I am currently in the process of uh, trying to date right now, and uh, most things that come out of my mouth is like, oh, God. You know, but see, you're you're an oh, interesting Jesus. guy. If I was a beautiful woman or a gay, I would totally date you. <laughs> what about I don't a know why I said woman. a gay. If I was just gay, I don't have to separate myself. <laughs> if I was a portion of a gay man, a hundred percent of a gay me would date you. Would you take a lady that you're courting to a wrestling-themed restaurant? Oh, God, yes. Absolutely, really? yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, of honesty, of, like, 100%. Because if you somehow get far enough down the line where you don't get to go to that wrestling-themed restaurant with said date, imagine it's, how disappointed you'd be. Well, let me ask you this. How often do you watch wrestling with your lady friend? Uh, today was the first time in months. Because it seems like you keep her as far away from it as you possibly can. It's a toxic poison, and you really <laughs> want to keep anybody important to you away from it. No, I think it's important. She had so many interesting questions. Yeah, she thought that Seth Rollins was vanilla ice. You remember that? <laughs> I do. She called, she said, she called CM she said, Punk. <laughs> she said, uh, which one's CM Punk, uh, vanilla ice or naked guy? <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing underpants, but which I think yeah, it was my – that's – she had the first reaction that anyone else would. I think logical question. Logical questions. If you can't take your date to a wrestling themed restaurant and you can't have a good time, then maybe and you like wrestling, then I think you're in trouble. 
then you're not that's not the kind of date you want I am in trouble. <laughs> but it's like unless it's something like uh I only play Dungeons and Dragons with blind and deaf characters because that's blah, blah. and if someone if it's so inaccessible that you can't that you can't share it with someone, mm-hmm. well then that I understand. But if it's something that you think that you interest you enough to share with someone and they don't want a part any part of it, why would you want to be with that person? Listeners, do you share wrestling with your significant others? I know we have some lady listeners out there, but I know the majority of them are males. But do you do you expose? Do you sit them down occasionally and go like, okay, you gotta watch this show, or oh, you gotta watch this match if you want to try and understand it or get it at all while I'm doing this? And uh, my special lady time. friend, I have sat down with her at dinner and stuff and been like, oh, they're actually doing some really interesting stuff with blah blah blah, and Brock, Brock Lesnar is back, <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Brock Lesnar, <laughs> made out of Legos. That's the uh, that's Bizarro, Brock Lesnar shows up in Brock Lesnar the animated series, yeah. Brock Lesnar, yeah. He's a giant Lego. And you can make him in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Black Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody keeps F5ing my base. <laughs> Do you have any announcements you'd like to make about your lady friend? Yeah. We got engaged. Hey! He did it. Yep. He didn't want to announce it on the podcast I didn't. before, I was, before the I Christmas I was scared. Break. I was nervous. And then uh, I feel good about it. I feel really good about it. I think that's maybe why I feel so optimistic about the coming year. That's one of the things. I was like, well, I got that done. That's a good idea. Good. She's seen Seth Rollins and CM Punk. I'm covered. I think, I think I've think i revealed the darkest parts of myself to her. <laughs> uh, so congratulations for that. Thank you. Listeners, Thank you. how exciting is that? A wrestling fan is getting engaged. I think it was a lot of listeners going, huh? <laughs> Steve? Really? Well, Great. guys, those hashtags helped. Thank you. Somebody finally got the message. <laughs> And it was me. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Steve Sears. Yeah. Somebody should fuck him. Uh, that's very exciting news. Will you get married in 2014? We're, we have a very long engagement. You know what I've heard is you can actually hire Howard Finkel to announce your wedding. He does it. I, really? Mm-hmm. That's pretty fantastic. I think I would just want him as a guest so he doesn't feel like he's working. <sighs> I don't know. I hey, think... no, don't worry. He'll be working, Scott, because if you're there, you're going to be keeping him busy. <laughs> well, listeners, if hey, you... Hey, Mr. Finkel, Mr. Finkel, I just wanted to talk to you for a second, Mr. Finkel. Mr. Finkel. Mr. Finkel. Hey, how do you like the cake? <laughs> Mr. Finkel, Mr. Finkel. Do you know what a cover bun is called that because it can catch crumbs in the... the... I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to make conversation. Hey, Mr. Finkel, did you know that Jimmy Hart is here? He's the mouth of the South. Did you know? Did you know, Mr. Finkel? Listeners, if you have information on this and you can send me the Fink's pricing plans or any of that stuff, let me know. Hey, maybe that'll be a Kickstarter, huh, for Steve's wedding? Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be a fucking amazing wedding? Doesn't Ric Flair also do uh Yeah, he'll fuck your fiance yeah, he will do for, for $1,000. Yeah, 2000 for me. And then you're, if you ever have a daughter, take her to prom. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. How much was that for him to take daughters to prom? Way too much money for him doing something it's not awful. Just, it's not just the cash price. I think it's the emotional cost. God. I think it's also up there. Dad, I don't want to go out with your... Come fucking... on! It's the nature boy! Get out there! His forehead's weird. Come on! What's with the hair in the back of his head? Hey! Come on! Ric Flair, this is my daughter! <laughs> So sometimes my voice sounds like a balloon that's just dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Homie. Well, can you do? Wait, so I'm sorry. Can you do a, a marge? A marge. <laughs> I just realized this last night. Nobody can do a marge impression. Every time it sounds like a fucking animal dying. <laughs> oh, this is mine. This is mine. Ready? Homie. Lisa needs braces. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's really 
bad. Sounds really terrible. It's like a clown melting. It is like a clown melting. Yeah. The, yeah. Hey, we shouldn't do impressions on this show. No. that's <laughs> We've got all those guests to do it for us. Exactly. And to close out this happy new year of uh, 2014, you know, we thought about doing a recap, but why bother? Why do a recap when we should look into the future and who should look into the future more than Vince McMahon himself? That guy is a corporate icon. Chairman of the WWE and figuring out maybe we'll get some spoilers. What's on tap? And, uh... What's to come? Uh, is he we here? Haven't had I him call him? What do we got? He's, he's on. The, he, well, we call him. He oh, yeah. Of he course, like I, would, I would be able to feel him I if send he was him, here. I send him Evites every week to stop on by. He Every time, he he, he doesn't even look at him. You know well, how it notifies yeah, you who looked at him? Yeah, it's too technological. Why do you send him Evites? He doesn't look at him. What you need to do is send him a pigeon with the severed head of one of his enemies. Mm, or a good team thinking. of pigeons, because that one pigeon would just not be able to get off the ground. That's true. The head is like 15 pounds. Is it? Yeah, the human brain's like six pounds alone. And then you got the skull. And <laughs> not mine, not with all the wrestling I watch. Wait, what? Shriveled up. Oh, <laughs> it's like, I guess that's a lot of information. <laughs> and then in 1985, uh, Mr. Finkel, Mr. Finkel. Yeah, so let's call Vince and see. Uh, see oh, God, see Jesus. I, I pressed press it like five minutes ago. He's been listening to us. The hell is Mr. McMahon? What? Uh, hi, sorry about that. I got so carried away that I pressed uh, your line. I've been on mute because I've been screaming at you. Oh, jeez. I'm sorry. You think, uh, uh, you think Howard Finkel's going to come to your wedding gasoline? You I, think he's going to come to your wedding gasoline? I, you know, that was just suggested. I don't really have an interest. Oh, you think so, huh? You well, think that's going to happen? You think you're going to have nuptials with uh, Howard Finkel, uh, WWE, all, uh, famer there? Are you available, Mr. McMahon? I am available. You are. I choose not to go. Oh, come on! How many plus? How many pluses do I get? Uh, well, for you, sir, three. Three pluses. That's three pluses. Oh, Most people get a plus one. You get three pluses. That'd be Stephanie. Shane, 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 Oh, come on! Uh, what are you serving? What? What are my options for food? Uh, you know, we haven't gotten to the menu yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. What are you going to get to the menu? That's the most important part. Uh, a bowl full of olives. Uh-huh. Saw that on a Golden Corral commercial. Oh, uh, I've seen that ad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Hey, did it look like the fudge piece was being put under nacho cheese? It looked like a fudge bar being put in nacho cheese. Yeah, on the nacho fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Hey, what's Shane, Shane McMahon doing? Do you think the hell is all this? I thought you had questions <laughs> I'm for sorry. me. You're just making chit chat. <laughs> I, I, you know what, Mr. McMahon? I feel waste my damn time. I know. I'm. I got I'm, a big ear head. You do. You have a huge ear head. I feel so fortunate every time I get to talk to you. I'm sorry if I make it too casual. Let's down. Let's get down to business. All right. Thank you for being on the show. What oh, is? Jesus, th- now you're just killing time. <laughs> That's not true. You're yeah, on the phone for God's sake, Mr. McMahon. Yeah, we're not. Mr. McMahon. Oh, by the way, I'd like to say this too. And I was like, you're like credits through a movie. It just go on forever. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nobody no. needs to be thanked. We get it. It's a movie. A bunch of people make it look it up on the internet. All right, let's get to the stinger at the end that everybody wants to see, which is the, the extra footage, okay? So what is happening in 2014? 2014. Tell me about the state of wrestling 2014. Well, I, no, 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 thank you. The, the state of uh, sports entertainment. What? State of sports entertainment. I don't want to hear about sports entertainment. I want to hear about some good old-fashioned wrestling. I'm going to hang up right now. Please don't hang, hang up. up. You Please. mentioned that dirty, uh, dirty word again. No, look, uh, you know, Mr. McMahon, I'm going to play my cards, right? But I think you don't know how to hang up your phone. I think you're a billionaire and you don't know how to do I that. I hung up a while ago if I knew how to do it. <laughs> yeah, well. that's what I think. I think you would have hung up a while ago. Where Siri, are you? Siri, are you? hang up the phone. No, where are you? Are you...
Which room in the house are you in? Are you in the bathroom or the kitchen? Where? I'm in a new room. I don't know what room this is. Which room are you in, Mr. Van? I think I'm in the Hulk Hogan room. Are you okay? Are you safe? No, there's a bunch of orange in this room and yellow and red. Oh, it's very uncomfortable. Are you outside? Uh, no, there's a ceiling in here. Okay, sounds like you're inside. But you are in your mansion, correct, I'm in Mr. my Van? mansion in uh, Connecticut, and this is the Hulk Hogan room. You are in the Hulk Hogan room? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Please tell me about the state of sports entertainment. In 2014. Well, to wrestling. as you all know, this is, I heard that, you son of a bitch. Heard <laughs> what? Uh, well, wrestling is gone. Okay. It's dead. As of 2014, it is officially dead. And I am proud to say that in the months of January through April, the only months that matter because the rest is all filler, as you all know, for all you little stupid marks. Where you get all your excitement of if you want Daniel Bryan to win the title and all that. Well, that's just filler because no one gives a shit then. It's all just done and stupid stuff. And CM Punk is doing something. Who cares? It's January. Batista's coming back. That's right. Brock Lesnar's here. That's right. Probably going to get Hulk Hogan in the mix too. What? Oh, the big guys. The big strong guys. So all your Daniel Bryans and your Sin Caras and all your little wrestling technicians go on the underside of things. They are just going to be dead and buried. We're going to have Triple H doing something. He's a big, strong guy, too. Uh, He's going to be in the mix of doing something. Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. McMahon, uh, if I could interrupt. It sounds uh, like... Yeah. Yes, I have. You're not talking about that. Mr. McMahon, Mr. McMahon. you're doing like it's commentary track. Mr. McMahon, uh... That plan does not sound very different from 2013, 2012, or 2011, for that matter. It's a formula. It is. It sounds yeah, like a formula. working formula. These sheep just buy into it every year. That These are the months that matter. You get the casual fans jumping in because, oh, oh, oh Batista's coming back. He's going to win the Royal Rumble and then face Randy Orton in a whole evolution thing, win the title, and then when he uh, leaves again, I don't know, drop it to uh, uh, Roman Reigns or Dean Ambrose, one of your little... Uh, little technician guys that will flip a coin. Wait, well, for Roman Reigns is a technician guy. Nah, I don't know. He's a, he's a guy that he's not that big. So uh, he's a big guy. He's kind of big, he's but big he's not guy. that. Big. God, he's a big he's guy. Not that he's big. a big guy. He's all right, but uh, one of those guys will take the title off of uh, Batista, and and then those those are the months where no one really gives a shit again, and we can do whatever we want, and then all the little marks can uh, get all excited and everything. Well, for those months, are those pay per views going to be still available on cable, or are they going to be only available on the WWE? WWE Network. Sure. Why not? Fair enough. Thank Still you, Mr. Next McMahon. January doesn't really make a difference. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Batista, McMahon. Batista. Huh? Very excited he's for big. him. He's big. He's 300 pounds. Brock Lesnar. He's 300 pounds. Hulk Hogan. He's 300 pounds. And he slammed a 5,000 pound giant. Mm -hmm. That's right. 15,000 pound giant. That's, That's right. right. Mm -hmm. That's all. It's the season of the big men. The time when it matters. January to April. January to April. The road to WrestleMania. And then we'll do something with Rey Mysterio afterwards. Okay. All right. Ah, huh? Because right. he's tiny. Yes. Yes. Well, Mr. McMahon, it sounds like you've got a good plan, a good formula for 2014. I'm excited to see how you're going to do that same thing this year, but in a more exciting way. Are you excited for WrestleMania 30? Yeah, Triple That means X. something because, yeah, it's 3-0. It's yeah. So we're going to do something special. Yeah, what are you doing? What's uh, the... I guess, guess you have to pay to find out. That, like, apparently so. New Orleans, right? Batista. He's going to take it all and then uh, get some celebrities. I don't know. Maybe we'll get a, a Dane Cook. He's big right now. Well, sort of. Big I... time comedian. Yes, sir. -y. 
And maybe a big uh, big movie star, perhaps. Huh? Uh, like Chris Pratt from Community or, or Guardians Paul of the Paul Walker, yeah. Um, maybe a little showdown with The Rock with I, Paul Walker. I don't think that he's available. Uh, of course he's available when Vince McMahon calls you're uh, available. All right. I, and get out Paul Walker in there. Huh? I don't want to Maybe be a f- little political crossover. Maybe we'll call Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Nelson Mandela. That's right. Bridget... <laughs> Political ties. Oh, it'll be great. I tell you, I'm just bubbling over the idea. Well, Mr. McMahon, you really really sound excited by these plans for WrestleMania 30. I am excited. Can you imagine the publicity we'll get? Nelson Mandela and Paul Walker in a match against, oh, I don't know, we'll get The Rock and, uh, ooh, the real Americans. It'll be a handicap match. Think of that. Paul Walker versus uh, Paul Walker and Nelson Mandela versus The Rock and the Real Americans. That'll be a hell oh, of a match. That's Hulk Hogan and who? Oh yeah, sure. Throw Hulk Hogan in there too. <laughs> Who's the Real Americans? Uh, even, uh, Hulk Hogan, Nelson Mandela, and Paul Walker versus The Rock and the Real Americans. Who are the Real Americans? Who are the Real Americans? That's Antonio oh. Cesaro and Jack Swagger. Oh, sorry. I thought you were, it was a trick question. I thought we were the Real Americans. Oh uh, no, no, no. See, it's all ironic because they're uh, really jerks about the whole thing. Oh, I got you. That's very clever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like 2014 is shaping up to be a hell of a year, Mr. Shaping up to be a hell of a year. Sports entertainment, Paul Walker, Nelson Mandela. Thank you. I, I can't wait to Batista. see that. Can't wait to see that Batista. t-shirt. Nelson Mandela. <laughs> how, do you, how do I hang up the phone? All right, we'll hang up on you. Thank you very much for joining you us. hang up on no, me. No, 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 no. Son no, of a bitch. No, I'll put you on hold, okay? All right. And then you can figure out how to okay. hang up on us. Right? Shane, hang up this phone. Is Shane there? Is Shane there? Awesome. Scott, what a, what a scoop. Why didn't you tell him? What? Why didn't you tell him those guys were dead? I didn't. I did not have the heart oh, to tell him. Oh, gee whiz. What Mr. McMahon wants, Mr. McMahon apparently gets. He gets it. And we're going to get it because he'll give it all to us at WrestleMania 30. So exciting. So, uh, in closing, a quick little plug for the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes. Features us on every episode. Features a little curtain jerks every episode. Did you know this, everybody? We're on the latest episode as well, episode number six, with John Bradshaw Layfield. Oh, uh, which segment is it? What do you mean? Which segment of ours is on their show? He plays uh, the uh, the Christmas Carol, the Vince's Christmas Carol that we did from long ago. Oh, not John Bradshaw Layfield's assistant, personal assistant? <laughs> no. no. For some reason, he didn't play that one. That would have been funny. Um, so yeah, we we share airwaves with John Bradshaw Layfield and heel books on that episode too, with, uh, with their, they got this great Christmas song. And so go check that out. Listen to that episode, rate, review them on iTunes. And of course we have our wrestling pronunciation manual every week, Monday and Thursday. We have new episodes. We've had gold dust. We've had Jeff Jarrett. We've had Wade bear. We've had Vince McMahon. We got more guys doing more relevant guys, guys relevant to wrestling relevancy that's right and there will be repeats and all new stuff on there so check that out at youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast and that wraps up this week so happy new year everybody for curtain jerks i'm scott narver and i'm steve sears who's engaged congratulations and enjoy your wrestling kids
You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.